0: Hi everybody, welcome to Rob Evans 365, it's day number 1845. Right now I'm driving under the Yarra River, going through the tunnel, heading back home after dropping off my daughter and her boyfriend this morning. They are spending the weekend in the city, she's just turned 18 and that was what she wanted as her birthday present. So her first challenge was she sent me a text saying dad the lights don't work in the motel room and I said well normally you have to put the card in the little slot at the, inside the front door there and then everything switches on and she sends me a text back and other that, I said if it doesn't work uh, put uh, a ring reception. she, she texted me back and said they work <laughs> yeah. So I've um, yeah just uh, just done that. I I um, only really shop at one sh- or two shops. One's Oxford for my suits and formal wear, and uh, the other is Puma uh, for my other other clothes. And that's the only really the two places I shop. And uh, so uh, where I had to drop them off. It was right near a, a direct factory outlet for Puma. Uh, they're having 50% off sale. Picked up a couple of items, uh, which was cool, and stopped off to have some lunch on the way back to the car. And my, my vision for today was i dropped drop the kids off and uh, you know, it'd be a, a lovely day, and you know, I'd take my iPad with me, maybe sit out in the park somewhere, do some work on my iPad, chill, relax, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's been a pretty ordinary sort of day. A lot of rain, fairly cold. So, <laughs> excuse me. What I decided to do uh, was uh, I planned. I bought my my snacks and everything. Jump in the car, I'm kind of caught it the way here, and then realised, oh, you fool! You packed your snacks, but you didn't pack your lunch. And so I found a, a food court where I could get. Yeah, lots of vegetables um, like steamed or fried um, you know, dry fried kind of thing uh, veggies uh, with some chicken that was really nice I was surprised that it was $21 and I'm like holy crap 21 bucks for lunch jeez anyway it was uh, nice I did a little bit of work there only for a few minutes I thought it was so noisy here it's miserable outside I will jump in the car and come back home, that's what I'm doing. I'll get home, uh, get changed, I'll go to the gym, to a cardio session. No strength sessions today, tomorrow. I do my, my photos tomorrow and measurements. It's four weeks into my, uh, my own personal transformation. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll see how, how things are traveling. I'm uh, doing all right my knee has been a a bit of a pain I just hope that um, honestly the the, guy that's coaching me uh, that he learns something uh, from this because he's certainly coaching in a way that I would never coach someone Uh, in other words, somebody tells you all the things that are are wrong with you, like physically the things that you have uh, taken many many years in terms of surgery, rehab understanding what works for your body what doesn't work for your body and then to kind of ignore that completely and dramatically overload uh, you know body parts that shouldn't be overloaded um, anyways so I'm going to give him some feedback tomorrow uh, so we'll see how that, uh, that is taken um, but I mean I've got a, a client that uh, just picked up yesterday He's very, very broken, kind of a young guy, like 37, he's is like, is a young guy, uh, but his body has been through so much, he's had cancer, it's taken him two years to get to walk again, uh, you know, the allied health professions that he sees are, are not tremendously helping him, he's in uh, you know, remission uh, now, I believe, but uh, like he, his knees uh, are messed up, his back is messed up, uh, because of with his brain, his, his muscles are not working the same way. He's having trouble digesting foods and all that kind of stuff, and he he just feels a bit lost. Um, so he says everywhere he turns, he's not getting the help that he needs. And uh, I guess with all my coaching experience, I can I can really feel what someone's going through. Somebody that's said a very high athletic performance. So I think his I think his background is is Spanish. it's Spanish, and he was uh, representing his country in tennis uh, through teenage years. Gosh, I'm speeding. I to put the uh, cruise control on. It's better. Uh, and so he played hard, so he's at a very, very competitive level. Now, when an athlete gets injured, it really knocks them about. They don't know what to do, and they really need to be supported by. Uh, you know the right people and i guess it's just another example as to how when kids get injured and they're trying to be the best you know like get into the top 100 in the world or whatever and something goes wrong you're kind of just thrown to one side you hear so many stories in top level sport where that happens and uh, really i mean they should be multiple sets of arms wrapped around them uh, to guide them through the process help fund them if if they don't have the funding to uh, get the treatment that they need uh, because they've worked hard to get to where they are up to that point. So anyway, so I'm going to work with him, but of course I'm, I'm listening to him very carefully about what he can do, what he can't do, and then it's about progression. Uh, it's not about saying, okay, here's five workouts a week and an extra nine hours of exercise and smashing you completely on things that you don't enjoy and uh, you know that they're not great for your body, but say, hey, I'm going to get you to do it anyway. So anyway, I just coach differently and yeah, that's just the way of it. Anyway, I, today's, uh, today's a special day and I have mixed feelings about today. It's, it's, it's the 19th of August at the, the date of recording this. Uh, it's uh, it's Liv's birthday, uh, so Liv, 16 uh, today. If she had been alive, it's been 113 days uh, since she passed away. I uh, think about her every day. Uh, today, uh, I lit a candle for her that was provided to me in her favourite colour uh, by uh, my my previous partner, actually, and. Some lovely, lovely thoughts. Got her name on it, uh, which she put on it, and uh, really beautiful thought. And so I lit that this morning uh, in my studio. I've got uh, I've got uh, some photos of her up, so I can look at her multiple times every day when I'm in my studio. Because that's where I spend most of my time, and uh, I've got a little spot set up where uh, some people have given us, or given me um, some angels over time. and you know, I put the candle with the angels, and uh, you know, just said a few little words to myself uh, to remember her uh, on on this day. And uh, you know, we're we're walking into the city, um, heading towards um, where the kids were staying. And I look up and I said to Emily, I said, "Hey, look up at there!" I said, "Lives with us," and uh, she was probably expecting a rainbow but there's a lot of building construction going on in them, like high-rise and stuff in the city at the moment. And up on one of the... You know, they they have the crane in the centre, which is kind of in the centre of the building where, the, like, the stairwell goes, and, it, you know, it sits above where the construction's at at that particular time. Uh, well, uh, at the top of uh, where the crane sits, there's, uh, you know, they often put the... Name, etc., and it had Liv, L-I-V, on the top of it. I said, "Look, there she is," and she laughed. Um, so you know, a nice, just a nice sign that she's with us, and uh, I'm sure she's having a nice birthday wherever she is. Um, so uh, I, I've had some moments today ones. And you, you know, in those little moments, can't help but wonder, you know, what we'd be doing today, where she would be, how, it, how she would be going, and, you know, talking about the future she has ahead of her, and, you know, I was sitting there, uh, having something to eat, and at where I was sitting at, the window, I could see the, the live crane in the building. And I was thinking about well, you know, how many reminders that were just walking past you know like I'd have a th- her thought and her favorite dog would walk past and um, yeah, it was really yeah, it's, it's special how you know, those thoughts come to you and, and stuff and I was thinking, oh golly, if she was you know with me today, we would have dropped them off and then we would have gone to. CFO together and we would have done a few things together and done some special things and maybe gone to the movies or, you know, something like that. And just had a really lovely time together. Because the one-on-one time I did spend with Liv when she was out of hospital, you know, some of the best times of my life. And, you know, just that joy knowing she was in struggle that joy that I can bring to her in, you know, in those moments of being out and about and, you know, talking and, and stuff it's yeah it's sad it's sad but I try not to get lost in it because I know that she's in a, a place where she wants to be right now I think that she is, is really thriving out there, so yeah so today, I, I worked this morning and uh, then pretty much had to do had to do this. I've got to do some shopping actually on the way home. Um, M's mum has COVID and you know, I like to try and support her uh, where it's possible. And uh, I asked her if she needed anything. And she does. So I'm gonna drop that off uh, to her on the, on the way home. I think I'll go home, I'll get changed. I'll go to the gym for a bit. I think, or I'll just stay at home and do it on, do it at home. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll see what I feel like when I get home. Um, I do find the, the the emotional, the emotional stuff uh, with live. It, it drains me. It fatigues me. Uh, whether part of that is me internalising stuff, and I just feel fatigue, or uh, it's been an incredibly busy week this week. Like forty. Scheduled forty-five sessions, I think it is. Uh, I had or maybe about five of those that were missed for various reasons, They're not through anything that I did, but through others. And uh, you know, by the time he gets to the end of the week, it, it's like, wow, I'm feeling that fatigue. But then there's that emotional fatigue as well. And you know, my daughter's out with her boyfriend, and staying for the first time in a motel. In the city together, uh, you know they're going to be out tonight, and you like to think that you've prepared your kids with some some really great skills. But um, you know to be aware of dangers, and I have I've worded her up about you know don't go here, don't go there, don't be out too late, stay up, but don't be you know stay in your your building or it's a nice place where they're staying, but you know, just be aware of where you were going and how far away you are going and just your surrounds. Um, so, you know, that's playing on my mind. But I'm looking forward to uh, later. Uh, it's By the time I get home, it'll be after 2 p.m. Um, so, you know, a chunk of the day is gone. Uh, probably closer to 2.30 by the time I get a little bit of shopping done. And uh, I'll do my workout and my cardio. And then... Uh, I am looking forward to a bath. There's been a couple of times this week where I've wanted to have a bath. There hasn't been time. Um, but I don't like to have one too close to before I go to bed. Um, so I'm looking forward to just having that and relaxing, chilling out. Excited. Then I'll see if I can find something to to watch to just unwind me. Uh, so I've tried, I've tried watching two movies... Over the last week or so And I can't sit there and just watch a movie I'm always working away at the same time But uh, Black Adam was one I wonder how much that cost to make I mean there's a lot of CGI and stuff uh, You know it's got the rock in it Can I say it was complete crap Um, I couldn't even I think I got to the 20 minute mark And thought this is just rubbish And switched it off And apologies to all those involved in making it the other one I started to watch a bit of is Aquaman. What a heap of crap. I mean, geez, I tried so hard. I had it on for probably about 45 minutes. And, uh, you know, I, I think I was unwinding the other night. And I was playing a game on my phone to just try and shut my brain off. I'm like, I cannot listen to this, watch this. And, yeah, it just wasn't doing it for me at all. So that went Um, so yeah I'll see if I can find something a few things have been recommended to me on Netflix so a client of mine recommended The Witcher and said oh it's great if you like Stranger Things so I really thought Stranger Things was um, very very well made great storyline great acting from the kids tremendous editing in putting it all together great choice of music but I just super super clever and I know they're only doing one more season so they mentioned The Witcher to me and I watched about 15 minutes of that and I thought, this is rubbish I cannot watch any more of this it's just too slow, I'm not enjoying it and perhaps I'm just really, really fussy because I've just probably, um, you know slagged off $300 million of franchises or something um, anyway very specific taste, I'll see if I can find something, otherwise I'll go back and start watching something like The Quarterback or something like that again, I like things where I can learn and uh, and, you know be inspired and and that kind of stuff, always looking for those high performance outcomes, anyway that's what my day looks like, Um, very tired, a little bit sore, did a big workout yesterday, so looking forward to that bath and then uh, looking forward to tomorrow Um, I do, unfortunately, I gotta go back to the city again uh, to pick up my daughter and her boyfriend. Unless they catch the train, I did suggest that to them. It's not too far, they don't have too much luggage. So I'm hoping they'll catch the train, but anyway, uh, we will see. And so I'll do a workout tomorrow and uh, set myself up for success. Gotta do some meal prepping. I don't think I'll be in the zone to do that today. I just wanna rest, I'm tired. So that's me out for today. Um, so I hope that you have a great day wherever you are. hope you stay safe and healthy as I often sign these out with. I'd like you to maintain that focus. And I'd like you to do one more thing for me today. And that would be we all have what I call fallen angels in our life. And my little fallen angel, the one that is nearest and dearest to me, is my little girl, Liv. So I want you to just take some time, at the time you listen to this, to think about those fallen angels that you have in your life. And think about how you can use the sadness in their loss to make you a better person. And what I mean by that is I could be sitting around in sorrow for the rest of my days about live. And that doesn't mean that I don't have sadness in my heart every day. But I went through a very interesting exercise about a month ago where as I mentioned before about my quest for constant growth and ongoing opportunities for high performance outcomes. I was becoming Frustrated with myself that I wasn't performing where I was prior to Liv's passing. And not only do I want to get back to that, but I want to get beyond it and be performing at a level that I've never performed before. Because yes, Liv has gone. And if I think about the last two and a half years, that have in many ways had to have been put on hold because of the amount of care that she has required 24-7. It has, or had forced me to put a cap on my growth because I always needed to allow for this buffer of time in my week, in four days of the week and then big chunks of time every day where I was just solely dedicated to her. And, of course, that comes at a price. And as soon as she passed, all of that changes, but at the same time, all of it doesn't change straight away because there is so much that you have to process around you lose, losing your, not just a daughter, but your best friend and the, the failure to save her guilt, the questions, the what-ifs, all of that. And so I sat down in front of my computer, so I'm just gonna have a drink over a bit of something that's intergestion in front of the computer and I opened up this document that I created a number of years ago, which was uh, it's 32 reasons as to why I do what I do and why I love it so much. And I pulled that out and I went to number 33. And my quest was, how do I use Liv's Passing to take me to where I've never been before, to greater heights? And I just wrote, the first one came very easily and then it was just like pouring out of me. And I wrote down about 20 additional points. And it didn't take me that long. It was probably, I didn't have a time wrong. Let's say 15 minutes. And by the end of that process, I felt completely different. I felt ready. I felt focused. And I felt like I had the power within me to take this horrible situation and turn it into something phenomenal for me. And that might sound callous in the way that I, perhaps I've said it. But within the points that I wrote, it's, it's about understanding where Liv wanted to be, the struggle that she had, and the meaning that you come up with what it now means to me, does to me, because she is not here. And there is not one fallen angel in your life that would have said to you before you they left... Be sad, be angry, be upset for the rest of your life. Don't live your dreams. Just be in sorrow, be depressed, be angry, be you know vengeful. Be all the negative things that you could possibly be because I want you to never be happy again because I will not be by your side. No one ever would have said that instead I know because Liv and I had uh, these conversations she's probably the most loving, kind person that I've ever known and such a true heart of, of gold and I know that she would be ashamed of me if I didn't live out my true purpose and if your belief is that one day you will all be again, together again and that's what, what I'm believing then I want to have a lot to talk to her about when I get there if she can't see what's going on right now I, I take the view that if I don't talk about it, she doesn't know like if, like she's a spirit she she can't read my mind and so therefore if I want her to know I need to verbalise it to her so I'll go out walking and, and talking and to say hello to her and how's she going today and all that kind of stuff I don't want to get to meet her again and say yeah sorry Liv I didn't didn't do those things because I was so sad about you I just missed you and she'd be like Dad you said you were going to do this and you said you were going to do that and I wanted have those conversations with her doing things where she says Wow, did you do that? And I can tell her that, hey, do you know what? You, because of you, you got an extra $50 million in federal funding to help with eating disorders. Because of you, Liv. You. I got on TV multiple times, radio, getting all these meetings because of you. You know, you did all these things for me. So it's now my turn to do these things for you. It's just uh, the silence is not me not knowing what to say, the silence is me being able to speak through emotion. And when I did that, when I sat in front of the computer there were plenty of tears but just like there is now but I I know what I need to do and it was in that process that I knew that every single day I'm focused I'm strong and I'm back and I'm better than I was before and I use Liv's legacy um, whatever you want to call it I use her memory I look at her face every single day multiple times and I say you're the reason why I'm doing this I'm part of the reason obviously I'm living the best version of me for me but she inspires me if I feel tired if I feel like giving up or you know not doing something I say no I have two two angels on my shoulder one's Liv and one's my coach and telling to just get up get off the floor get out of bed get out of your head and go and do what you know you're supposed to do to make a great impact and reach your full potential just do it and so in all of that you think about those fallen angels and you come up with strong empowering reasons why you should be the best version of you using them as part of it watch how much your performance will change.